Hello and welcome to the Keto Man's Club podcast. We're glad you're here, where each week we talk about men's health and lifestyle. We do so with the foundation of the ketogenic diet and lifestyle. If you don't know what keto is, stick around and you'll find out. The podcast will bring you real honest fun. Each week we strive to uncover the tips and tricks that you can use in your everyday life to maximize your overall health and find the clearest path to becoming the best version of yourself that you were meant to be. Welcome to another week's episode of the Keto Man's Club podcast. My name is Chris. I am one of your hosts. And as always, today I'm joined by Jim and Alberto. And as always, I'm joined by Jim and Alberto. How's it going, Jim? (laughs) (laughs) I hope you don't edit out what just happened. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now I can't because it won't flow. Uh, I'm sorry. Who's who's Alberto? Well, it's not like I spent all day for 10 hours on the phone today, but, you know. Hey, you've only got so much voice for a day. There you go. My tongue gets tired just like I do after Kung Fu. Um, anyway, what's new, Jim? Oh my gosh. Well, I'm laughing on a Wednesday night as we record this week's episode and, uh, a smile on my face, which we'll talk a little bit more about when we get into the shout outs in a few minutes. So that's my story at the moment. Sounds good. Alberto. Uh, just, uh, about a week, week and a half into my latest carnivore, uh, stint slash experiment. been having some weird stomach issues and nothing, nothing too crazy, but enough to get my attention. So Decided to go ultimate elimination style and then uh, just stick with carnivore and pretty much water. Yeah, I haven't even drank coffee lately, but I do have a uh, little no dose pills. So that, that mm. kind of helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I find that those give me heartburn. Like they're, they, they give me a little bit of a, a, a higher acid thing. It's weird. Anyway, um, well, that, that, that will be interesting to see how quickly the, that clears up and, and all of that. We know you thrive on it already. So we, that, yeah, that's not I, mean, I, be I already issue. feel better than I, than I did a couple of weeks ago. And it was, it's interesting because I think, I, obviously I got no way to prove this, but I, I've said it in the past where I was fairly certain that a, a sugar and grain sensitivity, along with my choice of an extremely toxic career mm-hmm. of painting cars is what I always believed set me off uh, with my ulcerative colitis and ironically, uh, when when I started having these this these this like digestion issues, uh, I was stuck painting cars for two weeks in a row, which never happens. Mm. And at that time, I got I mean I still ate 100% keto, but it, I got kind of I wasn't nearly as strict, and I was eating out a lot because I was out of town and kind of overeating out a lot. So it, it's kind of interesting that that it all started about a week after i was painting for a week and not eating as clean as i should have been for a week so it kind of kind of anecdotally proved my theory Mm -hmm. but again it's just you know me and my n equals one there's no way to prove any of it but it's (laughs) it's, it makes for an interesting story that's for sure yeah absolutely so let's uh, let's dive into our shout outs. I'm curious. I'm curious. Jim, how about you start us out? <laughs> well, um, we've actually talked about it um, a little bit offline. So I have I have one shout out for two people. Um, we are cl- coming up on our one year anniversary of the Keto Man's Club podcast. And we've had all these different guests over the last uh, several, several months. And um, as part of um, our Facebook groups, one of the questions that we ask for potential members is how they heard about the group or how, or they, how they heard about the Keto Man's Club. And so first gentleman, one of many that we added this week, Thomas, uh, wrote from your podcast. How did you hear? From your podcast. I was listening to other podcasts and narrowed my search to a man's group and came across yours. I'm in the middle of episode six and am truly enjoying the content. So that was one of the uh, questions being answered. The second one is from Jonathan, who, how did you hear about the Keto Man's Club? Your awesome podcast, big fan. It's inspired me to add walking around 20 miles per week combined with IF, so um, uh, intermittent fasting. I couldn't think of the I for a second. Intermittent fasting, I've lost six inches in my waist and down 39 pounds. So just between these two guys who have never been part of the group on Facebook and how they are listening to the stories of 
Um, you know, Greg from last week, Mark from today, who we'll introduce in a couple of minutes. We've had 30 some different guys telling all different types of stories about how keto has impacted them. And now getting this feedback tonight from two different individuals who've never met or anything like that. It just, it just made me so proud to know the impact of this podcast. So my shout out to these two guys who have just joined the Keto Men's Club on Facebook and who um, are truly, they, they're just getting it. And that's just so awesome. And I think you guys would all agree just the fact that, you know, what we've been doing here for the last 40 some weeks is really paying off for a lot of people. Totally, totally agree. Um, you, you shared those, uh, with us in, in, you know, our, our messaging, but you also shared it with the the group and the response to that has been very, very positive. So that's mm-hmm. been, um, really cool to get to hear others chiming in. Yeah. I had this happen or I had this and the, 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 the successes being shouted out among each other and encouraging others and just that much louder saying, Hey, you can too, if you're having an issue, mm-hmm. if you need it, you can do it. Yep. Um, so, so very cool. Alberto, how about you? Um, it's not far along. I mean, it's pretty close along the lines of what Jim was saying. I, I'm not going to say his name. I can say his first name. I'm not going to say his last name. I'll, I'll just read the first sentence of his post. Says uh, this is a safe space, right? I hope so because I'm about I'm about to get real and get real honest. And he took a a, a picture of himself uh, appears to be at a doctor's office, uh, two month checkup post tummy tuck, and uh, you know he just kind of went on a little rant uh, about how he's proud of himself as he should be, and kind of put it all out there for everyone. And the, the feedback has been very very positive, and. I think that's commendable. Mm-hmm. And I'm like I said, he obviously want to keep it very private. So I'm not going to mention his name, but uh, if you're in the group, you know exactly who I'm talking about. Yeah, absolutely. And, and he, uh, I, I, I'm, I have no doubt in my mind. He looks like a completely different man on the outside, but he's just equally. And I say this almost every week when we talk about these shout outs and these transformations, he is that much more different on the inside too. And that's why he's going to stay this way. And that's why he's going to stay healthy and everything else. That's, that's amazing. Um, I am going to uh, shout out our friend, Greg Gevington, who, uh, who had a transformation Tuesday post uh, yesterday. Uh, It just shows the, the sharp contrast between where he was and where he is and uh, just really, really cool stuff. And he uh, posted that in the beginners group to encourage uh, them to keep digging was his, uh, was his hashtag. So if you want to look that up, uh, it's a a hashtag keep digging. Um, But it definitely uh, a a worthwhile uh, thought to, uh, to keep digging in whenever you, you feel like you can't just keep going. You can. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and dive into this week's guest. Um, this week we are uh, joined by another Austinite, although we're all three remote. Uh, so it's going to uh, it, it's it's going to be a good good episode. Um, we got the chance to uh, meet Mark in person at our last meetup. I don't think that you made it to the one before that, Mark. Right. No, I didn't. Okay. So we got to to hang out with him a little bit. The the most recent meetup here in Austin whenever um David was in town. And it was really great to to get to meet him in person and get to hear an inkling of what we're what we what we hope to dive deep into tonight. Uh welcome to the show, Mark. Hey, thank you guys. Thank you guys for having me. And uh I know it's not the guests don't get shout outs, but um I'm gonna piggyback on Alberto's um, shout out for tonight. I saw that post today and I also thought that was pretty dang cool that he felt, um, comfortable and, um, you know, shared his story with us. That's actually something from a, a men's perspective I've always been kind of intrigued by. So I thought it was super informational and the comments were, were awesome as well. Yeah. That's, it's been really amazing to see how, um, beyond civil and amazing the guys on our groups can be um they really just aren't jerks <laughs> they just aren't um mm. and that's a very nice thing 
So, Mark, get us started with knowing a little bit about who you are, where you come from, um, you know, kind of uh, your a little bit about your your physical standing, about like you know height and kind of how you've been growing up, and kind of get us started in your story. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, I won't try to tell a long life story, but um, I'm about to be 38. And um, for most of my life, I weighed about 140 to 150 pounds, super healthy, never really got sick, never really had to go to the doctor, Um, you know, pretty much lived that way, you know, doing things I shouldn't be doing for too long. And then my 30s hit and uh, that changed everything. I've bounced around the country. I've lived in, I grew up in California. Spent a little bit of time in Oklahoma, near Oklahoma City. Then moved down to um, back to California and back out to Texas. I spent a couple of years in Chicago. And now I'm back out here in Austin where uh, I love it. And uh, that's just kind of a, a rundown on me. Very cool. So um, let's. So you, you say in your 30s, things kind of went downhill. Expand on that a bit. Give us a, a little bit of an idea of kind of what condition you ended up getting into. Yeah, so it was kind of a slow progression. I kind of noticed that my jeans got a little tighter, um, went up a size a couple every couple of years. Then I started noticing other things. I did have to start going to the doctor more often. Um, I also started developing heartburn that was just unbelievable you know zantac tums every day um started getting you know to my into my mid-30s um i've always been a confident you know outgoing person um but you know i started developing some anxiety and and stress and uh just seemed overwhelming and you know even some some panic attacks that i actually got prescribed medications for um so i really started developing this not only was I gaining a you know pretty good amount of weight every year, but I started actually taking pills every day for medical conditions that I, I never thought I'd ever have to do and started feeling, you know, depressed and, and anxious and um just kind of, you know, the mental aspect of things really started to catch up to me pretty quick. And um I kind of ended up in a spot at 238 pounds, which, you know, it's a hundred pounds higher than I've been most of my life. I mean, if you have pictures from when my wife and I first started dating, I looked like a whole different person, um, like half the person I used to be. And, you know, on top of that kind of, you know, the, the, the medical ramifications started catching up pretty quick. And, um, she's, my wife's always been one that's been conscious about her weight. Um, she's battled it as well, you know, throughout her life. Um, and, you know, she, she talked about this diet and that diet. And a few years before I started keto, I tried, uh, I tried a paleo kind of diet, um, what I thought was a paleo kind of diet. And I started actually doing, uh, exercise for the first time in my life. I started running a treadmill twice a day. I spent four months before the vacation and I was proud because I had lost 10 pounds. And, um, after the vacation, didn't maintain it. And, you know, it, it came right back and then some. So I kind of had a weird experience with, with weight gain and falling into into the keto lifestyle. Um, you know, I, I don't want to keep rambling, but <laughs> no, <laughs> you you're fine. Keep telling my story. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we've we've met people, um, actually, some friends of ours that are pretty fit. You know, they did keto for a little while. I remember we actually went on Lake Travis, which is a local lake here. For those of you not from the area, went boating with them and they were doing keto and telling us about it. And they literally brought bacon as a snack. And I, I was literally that person that said, there's no way that's healthy for you. Here I am, you know, a hundred pounds higher than I'd ever been at 238 pounds. I'm telling a guy that literally has a six pack that what he's doing isn't healthy for him and that this diet's going to kill him. And so I was literally that person <laughs> going into this that we, uh, that we have a lot of fun with because that's what I'd read on the internet. Right. I, I didn't know anything different. I just seen some articles pop up uh, here and there. And, and, you know, I didn't really know any difference. And fast forward a few months, I actually went to the doctor and had some blood work done and found out that I had low testosterone and I got on um, testosterone replacement therapy 
And I was on that for about three months at the time, three or four months. I started feeling better. Um, you know, mentally, I started feeling a little bit better. I started having a little, little bit more energy. And it was like, you know, I ha- at this point in time, I was going into the, the doctor's office and receiving weekly injections. And uh, they make you get on a scale every time and check your blood pressure, right? It was like, out of nowhere, I'm standing on the scale. I'm like, how much do I weigh? And I was like, Jesus, I didn't, you know, I wasn't weighing myself at home before that. I didn't realize how big I had ballooned up to. And I was, and literally that was March of last year, beginning of March, right before South by Southwest. Um, and uh, my wife had tried in January to convince me to try keto because she started researching it. And she started understanding it, you know, sharing results with me that people had had. And um, as literally after that doctor's appointment, I said, let's do it. Let's start tonight. Like, what do we got to do? And um, that's kind of how I fell into it. We literally, she said, you're the, you're the one that's weird about what you eat. Um, I didn't think it was weird. A party pizza and uh, tuna, uh, uh, peanut butter jelly sandwich for lunch and a party pizza for dinner. I didn't think that was weird. Um, and uh, I, we literally just picked out 10 things off Pinterest, went to the grocery store. We had most of the stuff we needed, and we just started doing keto from there. So many questions. So many thoughts here. <laughs> so um, let me I – I want to hit on a couple things. I know Chris and Alberto, we're all going to kind of take turns here. But um, you, you talked about where you were a few years back kind of thing, and you had gained like this 100 pounds or so. Um, I always like to know, were you a bigger kid growing up? Was there any weight issues or anything like that in your family at all? Were you athletic and you were burning it on the football field or the track field track course or whatever? I mean, tell us a little bit about the, the young you. So when I was really little, I actually had a nickname of Porky. I was just like a chubby little kid, not like to be teased or anything, but just my siblings giving me shit. Um, so, you know, I was, I had a little bit of a belly and then, um, through, that went away and I was pretty bony. I was actually self-conscious about how skinny I was throughout most of my life. Um, I did skateboard a lot, um, throughout high school. Um, but that was really it. I was never really active. I never really paid attention to what I ate and you know what I mean? I, I didn't have to, um, well, I, I guess I shouldn't say I wasn't active and I was skateboarding probably five hours a day, 365, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I got pretty into it for a long time, but, uh, even after I had stopped though, you know, I stayed pretty skinny. I just, I've just always been skinny. I mean, my thirties would be falling down. I remember wearing 28s in high school and sagging them because I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know how that feels, but that's a story for another day. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, and one other thing I want to ask you before I switch with Alberto and Chris here. So, um, the low testosterone thing. We've had some guys um, share their story about that. So can you kind of give us an idea of where your numbers were and um, what the the doctors were hoping you would get to? Yeah. Yeah. So I'd really like to talk about the testosterone thing actually, because I was that guy when I hear the commercials on the radio, I thought that doesn't apply to me. I'll be frank. I mean, I've always been throughout my career. I've always been considered a natural leader. I've been very successful. being promoted in leadership roles um, in retail and executive positions. Um, I've never been in, I've never one that you would say is shy or timid or, you know, passive or any of those. I didn't have any of that, those types of symptoms ever. Um, I never sexually had any issues, you know, in, in that department. That's what most people think like, Oh, I'm not, you know, I'm not having those kind of symptoms. It's not low, but I was having the other symptoms and my, uh, you know, a couple buddies of mine, said, hey, you know, I'm on testosterone replacement therapy. Have you had your, your testosterone checked? So it's kind of a situation like this where it's like, you know, I had the brain fog. I was getting, you know, larger. Um, all the time I did spend working out before I went on vacation, I never really gained any muscle. I, you know, I kind of had some of the other symptoms. Um, I didn't feel, you know, youthful like I was. And I was only 30, you know, six years old, 37 years old. And um, so... I went and had it tested at just a local men's clinic, um, and I was actually at a 138. And for my age, 450 to 850 is where the range they wanted me to be. I would come to find out that 
850 to 900 is where I feel good mm-hmm. just um, naturally sitting at. Um, so if you could think about that in, in terms, that's that's a pretty substantial difference. I had the testosterone of a 85 to 90 year old man um, naturally being produced. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. But if you had met me, you wouldn't have known the difference. You know what I mean? Like, I, it, it's not like there are symptoms that you could tell by my social interactions or, you know what I mean? And sometimes you hear that, like, oh man, it's testosterone so low. He must have been like a clam or something. And, it, you know, I wasn't like that at all. You know, but you're the first one to say hi at a party. You know what I mean? Just, um, but I, such a big difference. I mean, like four to six weeks in, I just, I, I felt so much better. And I, I, I actually think I owe my, me getting on keto and maybe getting involved in the community the way I have and everything I owe to, you know, getting, getting that testosterone check is that's what really woke me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, you, you had mentioned that, uh, you know, you pretty much almost always worked out, right? No, I didn't really work out. Oh, wow. So, how, okay, let's, let's start there. Let's, uh, when did you start working out? And uh, was it when you started keto or after you started keto? And what has keto done for your exercise routine? So my progression, though, after starting keto is, was probably somewhat common for people. Um, I um, started it, you know, was just trying to stay away from bread and stuff like that. But mostly taco salads, burger, no bun, chicken and a vegetable, you know, kind of routine. And um, within two weeks, I got the keto flu and it hit me hard. Um, I was literally laid up in bed, you know, with a man flu for three days. So for three days, I literally did nothing but read about and joined as many Facebook groups as I could to learn about this, this way of eating and what's going on, because I, I knew it was for me. I knew I could eat that way. Um, and I, I know there's results out there. So I, I literally started reading and learning and watching every internet doctor you could think of. Um, and that sort of thing. And then I hit three or four days after that, man, I just had this burst of energy and mental clarity. And I, I realized that really quickly, I didn't have to take heartburn medication anymore. I wasn't taking anything for anxiety. I wasn't taking anything. I wasn't waking up with panic attacks in the middle of the night. Like I just, it was like uh, two weeks after that keto flu ended. It was just like something just split. And, um, we saw a treadmill here at the house and uh, I started getting back on the treadmill and running on it and, you know, literally dusted it off because I was pacing around the house. I had all this energy. I was cleaning this, doing that. And my wife would come home and, you know, she, she works a long job on her feet. And she's like, you know, you have so much energy. You need to do something. And I always wanted to lift weights, but I was always intimidated by it. And she knew this. I've talked about it for years that, you know, one day I would, you know, learn to lift weights and, and get athletic. And uh, she actually bought me a dumbbell set off Amazon for Christmas because, you know, we were going to be New Year, New Me. And here it is, you know, mid-March. I hadn't used them ever. And um, with the energy, I literally just popped on a YouTube video of dumbbell routines. And I started working out in the back room of our house with, with some adjustable dumbbells off of Amazon. <laughs> and uh, I outgrew that pretty quick. Um, and we'd already paid for a gym membership as part of our, our neighborhood thing here. Um, you know, there's a level that includes the gym membership at the world of tennis. And, um, so I'd been paying for it forever. I just never went. And, uh, I, I went with my same buddy, Greg, who I told with a six pack abs. So I told him the bacon was going to kill him when he was doing keto. I went with his, I went to his gym and, uh, a couple times, two Saturdays. And I said, Hey, here's the YouTube video workouts I've been doing. Um, here's an app I found, a workout app. It's called FitBod. You know, show me how to put this all together. And he just helped me um this two workout sessions. And I came back home and that Monday, you know, I went to to, to the gym I'd never stepped foot in and I you know plugged in my my workout, my app based on some splits I found online. And I just started, you know, working with the dumbbells and stuff I knew how to do safely and it just grew from there. Um I would say for me what keto had done was it got me in the mental mindset of wanting to better myself, 
I had the energy, I had the mental focus um, to to start exercising and being healthier and getting better. And, um, and, and I guess kind of the confidence, too. I already started losing some weight at this point. I started losing some inches around the belly. And, you know, I started feeling comfortable in my own skin again a little bit. You know, I wasn't where I wanted to be. And uh, it grew from there. I mean, I, I quickly started lifting five days a week. Um, and then a sixth day of just cardio. And, um, I, I just got hooked to it and, and I, I, you know, I, I don't know how I, I could have probably had the same recomp, um, without, um, the keto part of it, because I, I quickly found the high protein, you know, moderate fat, low carb keto that I think the majority of our group follows. Um, and you know, that's, that's, that's nothing better for recomp and, and gaining muscle than those kind of macros yeah that's 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 true and i and i can tell you from my personal experience that uh yeah prior to keto i probably worked out more than i did after keto with less desirable results so so you're right on point there it did uh it, they definitely go well together the, the energy boost goes well together and the and I'm sure you notice like when you're in the gym and, and things are going, you get warmed up and you get that laser focus and that intensity. And it's like you're on a whole nother level. And it's it's, it's a as Ralph said, another one, it's like it's like playing life with a cheat code. It's amazing. Yeah. And, you know, I, I also I know some people have talked about it in the podcast before. I also, you know, found keto gains pretty early. Um, I think that their pre-workout that you make with coffee and, you know, some whey protein and some pink salt. I mean, that was it. Pink salt in my pre-workout was a game changer. You guys all talked about it. They had talked about it. And I thought, man, I'm going to try this one day. And just, you know, you get in there, so I get a good workout going with a good pre-workout. And that you start hitting that pump, man. And it's like the pump is just, it's addictive. And, uh, you know, for me, I was just talking to a friend about this last night, actually. You know, the gym is me time. You know, you put your headphones in with whatever music you're blasting. I'm usually listening to some hardcore rap music while the, 85 year old man says, you know, how good I look. He has no idea what I'm listening to. Um, and you know, that, <laughs> that that's my time. You know, I, I tell people that, like, I think it's important, you know, whatever your fitness goals are, whatever your level is, I don't care if it's walking around the block for 30 minutes, you know, put some headphones in, you know, listen to your favorite music and just zone, just focus on you for 30 minutes or an hour, or however long you have, it fits in your schedule, however many days a week that works for you. And just, you know, have that time for yourself. And not only will you like the way you look, but more importantly, I think you like the way you feel. And uh, I think I, I speak for all of us that, you know, work out, you know, I, I start, I start looking forward to it. You know, that's my de-stress. That's my work. Work isn't, you know, around my wife's not around, like, you know, that, that's just me time. And uh, it's, I think it's just as important for our mental benefits as it is for the physical. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's what it's, that's largely what it's been for me. I'm, I'm more like you. I've come to working out after finding keto at, at roughly 35 and like, I never thought of myself as an athlete on any level. And now I'm seeing myself as a guy who can get in the gym, lift weights with people who seriously lift weights and while i'm not lifting the amount of weight that they are i can hang with them and keep going um i can do krav maga i could do kung fu i can do boot camp style workouts which i never ever imagined in my life i would ever enjoy but i did <laughs> yeah. um you know all of these things that that i i got into just because i couldn't not I had to be active. I had to be doing something. Heck, last night I was, you know, practicing some of my my kung fu stuff because I know that I'm going to be tested for my next belt soon at like one o'clock in the morning because I had so much energy and I couldn't sleep. <laughs> it's just like crazy. Yeah. Uh, and so the um, in the mental aspects of of that of uh, I wanted to call out the taking time for yourself. When I was doing the early morning thing at the gym, that was what that was for me. Now, sometimes, yes, I was there with Alberto, but we uh, we both, most of the time when we got into our rhythm, 
it, we both kind of just zoned out and we did our thing. And uh, there's a lot of value to that. And, and it's, you know, for those who find that they enjoy it, that can be their fun thing. Um, and we need a little fun in our days. I, I, I've been dealing with uh, a lot more stress lately than normal. And uh, I'm realizing the importance of taking 20 or 30 minutes a day to have fun and to relax and actually zone out. And I think that's what you have done in the gym as well. Talk just more about those exploits, if you would. Um, well, and one last thing on that, okay. you know, before I was doing keto, it was my me time was an hour and a half at night playing PlayStation with my friends, right? Playing Call of Duty with a glass of whiskey. And that didn't help anything, obviously. And, um, you know, now I get messages all the time. Like, are you ever getting back on your PlayStation? You know, it's just in circle and it does because I've replaced that, you know? You know what I mean? That's just... Sure. Just a little, you know, habit. So if you're that guy out there that's, you know, kind of living that life of like that, man, it can change. It can change. You start, you change your diet, man. Everything else changes around you. No, I, so yeah, you're, you're, you're dead right. And, and honestly, part of my fun has actually been returning to some of those video games. I actually, I, have, I still play sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, um, a little Fortnite. I actually was helping build a, a, a map with a friend in Halo just before recording the podcast this app this afternoon after I got off work. And so, you know, there is benefit to that, but it's not, um, if that's your only thing that you have going on, then you probably need to diversify uh, that. Activity. Yeah, that was more of my hobby than anything. And now, you know, I'll play some Apex, mm -hmm. you know, about mm -hmm. two hours a week, usually on Sunday, which is the dreaded rest day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'll get on there with my buddies, a real life friend of mine. You know, we'll play for a couple hours and just, you know, shoot the shit and have a good time. And um, not nearly as good as I used to be now. But but sure. I don't think there's anything wrong with zoning out. And, no. You know, keeping no, no. some of your hobbies. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so your physical exploits that you uh, that you have reached at this point, because you kind of buff, just just going to put it out there. He just stood. <laughs> it's just so weird, though, man, when people say that we're we're just at a barbecue and. Um, we all got in the hot tub as my friend's house is a whole other story, but uh, we all got in the hot tub and a big group of friends and, you know. I have now really let's keep my... this professional here, Mark. We don't <laughs> things here, you know. We're not going keto after dark on us all of a sudden. <laughs> all right, I'll keep that part of it out. But uh <laughs> but you know, it was just interesting because you know, a lot of the guy friends who aren't like some of my really close guy friends obviously have seen me more recently on my shirt on, but um because you know, we have a pool in the yard here, but still it was like some friends I hadn't seen in a while. I take off my shirt and they're like, what happened to you? And like, you know, the wives are telling my wife, like Mark looks like a model now. And like all these muscles that I still don't, you know, I'm sure you guys have had the same experience when your body starts changing and you recomp, like it takes you a while to really see it. Some days that you see it more than others. Some days I still see the belly sticking out. You know what I mean? I, it's just, I'm still going through that. I know people think that body dysmorphia is more of a, uh, of a of a girl thing but i'm telling you i think it's mm -hmm. it's it applies to anyone um so i don't really see that all the time but yeah I, I get more and more compliments and i'm getting more used to it um especially at the gym now um so yeah i mean i i've increased my bench press from when i started out by over 100 pounds um i can squat over my body weight you know just things that i i never thought i'd be able to do physically um you know, have all changed. And, you know, my, my medium shirts I was wearing in July, even though I weigh the same, I can't wear them anymore because they're too tight in the back or my arms can't go in them. Or I, and then I struggled to take them back off. <laughs> yeah. I was going to so, say, I'm trying to take them back <laughs> off. I know that struggle a little too well. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, it's just weird to me, man. This has all happened in the last like three to four months where like I couldn't get a shirt back off and it's like, what the heck? And, you know, you're losing weight slowly. I mean, well, to me, it's slowly. And so, like, I'm buying, you know, this shirt and then this shirt and then this shirt. And it's like, man, I was just wearing that shirt when we had to dinner two months ago, three months ago. And now I can't even squeeze into it. So it's, it's a little it's a little bizarre, but in the best kind of ways. Absolutely. Um, so you 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 
you've been doing this now. How have your how's your family uh, reacted to this? Both those in your immediate family and then those that are more distant. Are they? Uh, you, you said your wife kind of in, encouraged you to get into it originally. Did she have any idea what type of a monster she was was making? No, she didn't. But she knows how I, how I cling to things. And uh, when something starts working for me and I like it, you know, I take it to the extreme. Um, and so, you know, next thing you know, I'm in all these keto groups and I'm an admin in some of them with 27,000 people. I'm coaching people and mm-hmm. people are PMing me all the time, you know, just out of, you know, public groups. I'm sure you guys did the same thing in a keto men's club. And um, so my, my family's extended and here i get more messages now than i would have ever imagined for tips and advice from people i would have never imagined getting it from um i could tell you a a lot of my my parents um siblings aunts have all lost 10 to 30 pounds with keto you know off and on um because of what they've seen me do my wife has lost 54 pounds herself um, but she deserves all the credit for that, for pushing me into it. But, um, so outside of our circle, you know, we have friends and family members. I literally was just messaging with a family member tonight, um, about macros. So, um, she got her tracker set up and she wants to get ready for summer. So, um, you know, it's been kind of wild that, you know, people kind of tease you before about being a little chubby. And then now all of a sudden they're all asking you for advice. Um, especially my siblings. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to dive into the the different group kind of thing. And I mean, it's our opportunity to brag a little bit about the, the Keto Man's Club. Um, what, how, do you recall how you found it? And tell us, you know, a couple of things that you like about being in our group. So I think I found you guys when I was on my Keto Flu Great Search for Answers. And... Um, <laughs> So I literally joined, like, I, I'm sure this happens to a lot of people, like 16 keto groups, right? Right. And um, this one appealed to me because it was a men's club. Um, and that's kind of how I found it. But, you know, I kind of joined a bunch of them at once. I left, you know, I've, I've left more keto groups than I'm in. I'm currently in three. Um, no, four. Four now. And um, I'm in Zach's also. So there's four. But, um, you know... I like our group. I don't, so in our group, I don't give as much coaching and advice because it's not as many people as in some of the other groups that are asking, you know, very basic questions over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ours, there's, there's a, if there's a basic question asked, there's a quick, solidly good answer given. And so I can just like that or, you know, or say exactly or whatever funny meme or whatever I want to do. But, um, so, you know, what I like about our, our group specifically though, is it's a spot, you know, I've invited several, several members there, um, join because I recommend it to men and all my other groups. Cause there's, I think there's something to be said for a place where men can be vulnerable. You know, there's a lot of things that have been posted that you wouldn't expect us men to be talking about. Um, and I think it's just a spot where we can feel like, you know, we can be ourselves in the best ways, as far as being sensitive or vulnerable or sharing these pictures and, you know, those kinds of things have to lower the, the, the facade. Um, I like that there's not a lot of information in our group. I think that we all stay pretty factual based. Um, you know, you guys do a good job too, of keeping down the, 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 the clatter. Um, you know, the, look at this magic pill. I lost, you know, 13 pounds in three days. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, those people get called out pretty stuff. quick. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that self moderates <laughs> itself. Like, even when I made that joke about that that supplement company, and it was funny because I, I made that joke about that supplement company that had reached out to me that did absolutely no research on me. It was a shot in the dark, so don't think I'm trying to brag about that. It was a shot in the dark on their part. <laughs> but, uh, but and so like I actually go on their website, I was like, oh wow, like these, these are like I mean they were crazy expensive, but they were actually I mean one gram of sugar and it was sucralose and almost all their products. I'm like, well, that's what I get for talking trash. It's actually pretty decent stuff. Like still not going to do it. I was like, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I, I'll just take it as a, as a little, a little backsided unresearched compliment when they were like, Hey, you're killing it. I'm like, you don't even know me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I think that, you know, in our group, it, it's, it's pretty, 
it's pretty simple stuff. And, you know, we just share our lives and, and the progress that we're making or asking questions. And you know, there's none of that, none of that noise like that. And it's nice to be able to, you know, see what other men are doing. You know, there's, we have specific needs that are different and, you know, different goals that we have. Um, so, you know, I find it motivating whenever I see pictures in there, there's so many incredible guys that maybe still have a long ways to go in their journey, but they started off like so much, you know, further away than I did. And they're still pushing. Um, that motivates me so much. You know, there's a guy that comes in and out of our group. He's been, you know, off and on lately, but he goes to the gym and does the row machine and works his ass off and tries really hard. I'm not going to use his name, but, um, you know, and that stuff motivates me. That stuff motivates me to keep going. And, uh, you know, you don't really get that in all the groups that you're in. Um, that's why I've left a lot of them. And, you know, it's kind of a motivation factor of, you know, I feel inspired by these people um, that are working, you know, hard to get their goals i can work hard to get mine too you know and uh, i just think it's pretty unique i think it's pretty cool glad to hear it very glad to hear it so you uh, you're, you're pretty close to your goal here um you've been quite the the body composition transformation uh we've talked briefly about uh what's been working for you but let's go a little bit farther into that like what macros are you at right now uh how did you arrive to them where did you start and then where like specifically along along your path towards your first goal are you well so macros is a big debate in our group um and <laughs> no it's not you know, some of yeah, us have yeah. some of us live in poverty some of us live in royalty. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have no idea every time i i smile every time i see a post from david right all right so i've been tracking pretty hard lately and every time i do i i, I snicker because of david's comments about my poverty macros um so I started off, you know, not tracking, just getting good results from doing whatever I wanted. And that kind of slowed down. And I started scouring the, the pages for my answer, you know. And um, I really started dialing into the Keto Gains macros. I, I, I like them. I, I don't think that I could say they're better than anyone else's, whether you use Keto Savage or Keto Gains or whoever's. I don't think they're better, per se. I just consistently, you know, kind of try to follow a lot of their, their protocol, their advice. Um, I do eat more protein than my macros, um, give me from them. Um, but you know, right now I'm 75, 65 to 75 grams of fat a day. Um, 175 to 200 grams of protein. And, uh, I mean, my only carbs really about two or three times a week. I maybe have some green beans or, um, spinach, uh, but my only carbs come from the dextrose, my pre-workout. Um, so that's pretty much my macros. I pretty much have just two or three sets of meals that I eat constantly. So it's pretty easy to stay on them. Um, I started getting to that point about three or four months ago, um, is when I really started dialing back and I started off slowly with like, you know, half the amount of cheese in my eggs after I go to the gym or, you know, less mayo or mustard instead of mayo, stuff like that. Just to, just to dial the fats back. And I've noticed that when I do that and everything else stays the same, um, I'm getting more lean. I'm pretty close to my first goal, which is, you know, having super defined abs. Um, my plan is to get super defined abs by my one year, which I'm only two weeks away. So it's going to be hard. I'm probably four to five weeks away. And then I'm going to up my protein by 100 grams and my fat by probably 25 to 50 and see where I go from there. Because I do think that while I am still gaining strength and workouts every week at the gym, I do know I'm sacrificing some of that because of my low intake. I mean, I'm just being honest. I know I am. So, um, you know, I kind of want to play around with it. I think it's going to be fun. And, you know, I've, I've kind of had this mindset that I'm worried that belly's going to come back. So I guess I've just sold myself on the idea that if my abs are super defined, then I can see if a little bit of fat starts coming and I can change it. So <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at with uh, figuring that out and seeing where I need to go. But I'm pretty excited, man. I can't wait to, to get on the, the growth macros. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. 
And so, <laughs> <laughs> how do you well, really I mean, feel, Chris? Exactly. I, I, I eat a lot of food. I'm telling you, it's a lot of food. It's just, I mean, 200 grams of protein for the average person is a lot of food. Yeah, it's a lot of food. Yeah, I just don't have a lot of the fun stuff with it. You know, I'm not, yeah. I don't get a lot of cheese and stuff. Yeah. Well, and, 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 you know, I don't, I'm not stingy, but, you know, and, and I'm, I'm blessed enough that, I'm not quite in the the poverty keto diet, um, uh, but you know, not far off <laughs> that type of thing. Um, We're going to have to explain to them what that means, by the way. I think so. Yeah, yeah. You, you can start with poverty if you'd like. <laughs> um, so yeah, the um, yeah poverty is basically well, what what maybe I'm missing part of the conversation. Even uh, the the. Poverty is is the lower cal- uh, caloric intake. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah d- deeper cut, deeper okay. cut, lower fats. Like pretty much when I posted my macros, he had made a comment that uh, my my fat level was four days of his eating, mm. and then I had thrown the hashtag into royalty macros. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so that, that's, yeah, yeah, that's kind of that where explains. that came from. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. So I'm probably yeah, you know it. Anyway, I eat plenty, but then I, other days I, I, I don't have, I, I'm just not that hungry. And so, you know, I just don't eat as much, but I need to be more consistent because that will help me probably reach my goals. And I just have to actually track again. I haven't. Um, so, well, and I should add that. So mm-hmm. the macros I, I stayed, at, I'm eating that in two meals and then a pre-workout. So I do mm-hmm. fast every day. I do IF, right? Um and I do think that helps, you know, not just keep the calories down, but mm-hmm. we all know the benefits of fasting. So, you know, I switched to black coffee, put a little bit of salt in it, and then I'll pretty much drink two cups of that before, you know, I'm blessed where um, I go to the gym at lunchtime. Mm-hmm. So I break my, break my uh, fasting with my pre-workout. Then I come home, make lunch, and then three to four hours later, I make dinner. So, you know, those, those are actually only, you know, the macros are really two meals. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me back up a second to make sure I got the timeline right here. You go to the gym at lunch and then you go home for lunch. Yeah, yeah. So I I work in tech. How long of so a lunch I hour work... do you have, man? I can <laughs> a job. I, I work word. from home. I work from home, so it's endless. Uh, okay. All right. So my meetings are always in. I schedule them in the morning. So this is hopefully no one that knows me that I work with hears this, but I pretty much schedule my meetings around my gym time. And I'm lucky I could do that. So I either have them in the morning mm-hmm. or in the evening so I can go to the gym. I know it's going to change. And I'm going to end up like Berto and dragging myself to the gym at 4.30 in the morning and not getting any gains because it's too early. Oh, yes. It's too early in the morning. Only jogging. <laughs> only jogging early in the morning. <laughs> yeah. So um, so I know it'll change one day. But, yeah, I'm pretty pretty fortunate right now. Just wanting to know how that two and a half hour lunch hour came into your contract. <laughs> so, just checking. Just checking. Yep. What's your favorite uh, keto food? And you can't say steak. Or it bacon. really is. I, I actually, I don't eat a lot of steak. So and actually, no, you know, my favorite keto food is the one food I cannot give up and switch out for an alternative. Eggs. Hmm. Uh, eggs by far. Like, so my lunches each during the weekday, three times a week, I have eggs, two times a week, I have tuna. And I'm much happier looking forward to my eggs more than my tuna. I like the tuna. <laughs> I make a tuna salad with it, but I have my eggs. I, I love, I, I can just eat scrambled eggs with Taco Bell sauce every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Do you go into Taco Bell and just grab a handful and like, oh, I just needed a restroom break or anything like that? I mean, H-E-B $1.47. I use two bottles a week. $1.47 each at H-E-B. (laughs) (laughs) That is hilarious. (laughs) That's awesome. That is great. Well, And and to circle back to that little joke, uh, it was other group. A completely different group, right? Some guy keeps at this point. He's got to be just making fun of me because there's no way this guy's serious. But he he will he will every time I post something different group altogether. Let's get that straight. The very first question he asked me he says, "What are your strength numbers?" And like, which, which is a completely irrelevant question to everything. Has absolutely zero context. I refuse to answer him. I still haven't answered him. I mean, don't get me wrong. This guy is is huge. He competes strong, man. He is 
incredibly strong. I believe the answer he's looking for is not nearly as high as yours. But I had one time I'd mentioned, you know, I work out first thing in the morning, fasted for the most part, maybe a little bit of MCT oil. And he, he decided to go on this rant about how you how you can't make gains in the morning. And and uh, the only thing that's good in the morning is jogging. And, and then his whole line of defense was he lifted early in the morning once and hurt his back. So that's why that's why you can't do it. <laughs> so so yeah, the, the people are out there. So the, that, that's where that, uh, that early morning joke came from. Obviously, we all know that's not true. But it's been kind of a running joke. That's why if you see in the group, like you'll see something about strength numbers. It all it all came from a from a post in a different group about this guy tormenting me about my strength numbers in pounds, mind you. Strength numbers in pounds. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, never a dull moment. That's for sure. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> there is the other side of the internet. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your favorite resource that you found. If you were to, to dial into one, maybe two resources from early on, if someone is where you were nearly a year ago and just getting started, which resources did you find the most beneficial and helpful for you? That is a super hard question to answer because the information you get so I feel like it's a, it's, it, there's not one answer to that question and I'll explain why. So I feel like when you're a large person going into this and you're just starting out keto, I do think some of the beginning information you get from the YouTube doctors or whoever is good, inf- is good information. Um, I just think that you hit a point pretty quickly where you outgrow it. Um, and what I mean by that is like when you're first changing the lifestyle, it can be pretty abrupt. So someone telling you it's okay to have these things and those things that you wouldn't have when you're really trying to lean out or you're really getting close to your goals that would stall you um, becomes harder. So, I mean, normal, my normal answer for someone would be keto savage, keto gains, get your macros, you know, get a good calculator, start tracking what you eat before you put it in. Take some good supplements, you know, electrolytes, uh, good uh, one-a-day vitamins, and fish oil, and and go to town. But I think that those those macros uh, can be a little hard for someone that's first starting out with a lot to lose. Um, so I don't know. I, I think it, I, I I would say you know they're both trusted sources. So I would say to start reading there. But I think that their their strictness in a way could be kind of hard for some people to stick to early on. So I don't, I don't really know how to describe that. I don't know that anyone's really got the total package of like putting it all together for someone from day one and being successful at it um, with really solid scientific backed information. I don't know that that's really, that resource is really out there. And I know that's a horrible answer. We can redo it if you want. (laughs) (laughs) there are no redos i can cut out some things but i no redos you know what i mean though i i don't know how to answer that question because you know the average person that's you know you can't go to a group and say i'm ready to start keto today what do i do and get solid information you're just gonna get a bunch of gibberish from people sure yeah i i have a feeling that that for some people they just need to start eating keto and not worry about macros at all um and yeah. that's that's that was me at first and then i figured out macros after a month or so uh but just, i agree just focusing on um the food list from keto evangelist is really good there's a uh, visual food guide on uh, dietdoctor.com that's really good that gives you kind of where fresh vegetables and fruits sit on the carb scale uh, that was very very beneficial to my wife and I as we were getting started trying to figure out what it is what in the world I can still eat other than meat in her terms uh, so you know there's all of that um there's there are some great resources but it is no, really no, easy are. to I just, find i just think back to, to what i did and yeah. i i you know when i first started we literally just went on pinterest mm-hmm. and picked out like mm-hmm. 10 10 meals that we thought we would be able to eat you know what i mean that we would like yeah and that's how we started you know we didn't really start with a program or one person or you know one resource because 
I, I, I agree with you. I think when you're first starting out, you just need to find food that you like that fit mm-hmm. in the, the, the keto realm of lowering your carbs, you get in ketosis. And as you gain more experience and more knowledge, it's easier to get more refined and get more dialed in. Um, I have had some success though, in getting people going by having them just start entering everything into a tracker before they eat it and seeing where they can cut out carbs is a way to ease into it. I've done that with family members. Um, and I have had some success getting them into a low carb lifestyle, um, doing that. But even then, you know, they're not eating, you know, poverty macros or anything like that. They're just kind of staying where they, they're losing a good amount of weight. They're happy. Um, and they're able to eat, you know, some more fun things, you know, making pizzas and, um, lasagna, you know, keto lasagnas and stuff like that. And they like it, you know, they're losing weight. They're happy. And, you know, it works for them, but you know, um, so, you know, there's, there's some, there is some resources out there. Just, I, I couldn't point to just one. There's sure. so many. Sure. No, I think that that's totally understandable. And you had asked earlier about my goals. So my first goal is the one I'm working on now. And then, um, I've been a member of, I think several of our members are there of uh, ketogenic bodybuilding. And, um, as I get closer to my time frame, I'm probably going to, you know, use Rob from there. He's got a lot of good information also on his YouTube channel. Um, it's yep. laid out. It's laid out in a great way. It's easy to understand. It's not overcomplicated. Um, I'm probably going to use him because I do want to go on stage at a local amateur bodybuilding competition um, for 40 and over. Um, I don't expect to win. I don't expect to place. I just, it's just a goal that I have that, I'd love to go get on stage one day and just, you know, have that, have that looking back on and say, Hey, I was in a bodybuilding competition Mm -hmm. when I'm 86 years old and wrinkly. And I can say (laughs) that to people. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's a good goal. I, uh, I I personally would be the, be the one that could just never get up on stage and be quite that vulnerable. I don't think not, not in that way, at least so that, and it's not something I'm really, you know, am courageous enough to do i'll say it that way um, but, uh, you can say it's something you're not interested in it's fine yeah, <laughs> yeah but i think it's it's abs i have a much i used to think it was rather shallow to do those competitions until i met people like robert sykes and uh all the guys yeah. that that uh that were at the naca competition and seeing the amount of self-discipline and work that goes into it and that that dying to themselves so that they can meet this goal uh, you know on this such extreme level and i'm just going okay i i respect this this is not shallow this is absolutely just a personal challenge that you know how far can i push myself and it's totally worth it to do it uh for those that are self that are inclined. So that's awesome. That's a great I, goal. I, I couldn't agree more before this journey. I would have said the exact same thing. I wouldn't have believed I'm a person that would say that I'd want to do that. Um, and, you know, speaking of the ketogenic bodybuilding community, you know, some of the women on there too, and just, you know, the, the, the amount of work that the men and women put into the competitions they do. And the, like you said, the dedication, the perseverance, you know, it's like we always say, and I see it a lot in the group too, is uh, in our, you know, keto men's club is the hardest exercise there is, is walking into the gym, mm-hmm. you know, getting your butt in there is the hardest workout you're ever going to do. It's just, you know, doing that so consistently over the amount of time it takes to go on stage and be vulnerable. And um, it's just, you know, it's inspiring. I think it's super cool. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, thank you for sharing your story with us. Um, we're we're just needing to start to wrap up things. We want to respect your time and make sure that we don't keep it quite all night. Um, I'm sure Jim has an early morning, uh, just like uh, well, all of us do. So, <laughs> I am um, good, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I am. Uh, I will slight segue. I am treating my office to waffles tomorrow morning. I'm bringing oh. my waffle maker in. Nice. However, However, there will be egg waffles mm-hmm. instead for some mm-hmm. of us. So uh, <laughs> yeah. we're introducing them to the, ch- the. Is it called a chaffle? Is it a chaffle? I refuse to call chaffle. it by name. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, man, that the cho- is, I laughed at it. I finally got on the train as like as it faded, but. 
We made some before, man. They're actually pretty dang good. I, they are. Well, I mean, how could they not be? I mean, the yeah. ingredients alone, I mean, you can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah. well, it's just like uh, Tactical Kitchen's uh, carnivore waffles, you know, mm-hmm. breakfast sausage and eggs. Like, what are, they're like, what does that taste like? I'm like, it's made out of breakfast sausage and eggs. Like, what, <laughs> I don't know how, <laughs> what else do you I, think I don't know how to describe it. I don't know how to describe it to you. What else like could it taste like? <laughs> tastes like uh. chicken. <laughs> well, very good. Very good. Um, really, really great conversation. I hope that a lot of guys uh, and anyone else listening uh, is able to to get some inspiration. How can people connect with you other than the, the group? We know that you're in the group. So how can, can yeah, people yeah. connect with so, you? I mean, people can always uh, connect with me on Facebook, Mark Lesney. Uh, Instagram, same thing, is at Mark Lesney. Um, you know, I... That's how you can find me. Anyone that ever has anything I, that I could ever help them with, feel free to always send me a message. Um, I help people out all the time. I love to do it. It's it's a personal thing that, that I just find enjoyable. Um, so anyone that ever wants to connect with me, feel free to. And, uh, you know, we're all in this journey together. And uh, so anything I can do to ever help or share, you know, what I've learned or, or gone through, I would be more than happy to do that for anyone. Very cool. Now, you could also say that you are Yen Cell because all of these photos that we have of you with the with shirt on <laughs> are in the mirror. So you got to read it backwards. Uh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> Actually, it's that is Star funny. Yen Cell. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, hey, Mark. You know got to do it. I, I never, I never have to worry about anyone stealing my pictures, though. I have a permanent watermark. Yes, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Fair point. Fair point. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's go ahead and let's go around the horn for everybody else. Uh, Alberto, how about you? Uh, the group, as per usual, and on Instagram is l cholo and capital underscore painter. If you want to see what it's like living me living with my day to day job of painting cars and fun automotive facts. Yep. And Miami blue Porsches. Um, Miami blue Porsches. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and airbag benches also on his. Okay. Those, we got to admit that airbag bench was pretty freaking cool. Yes. yes, it, was. <laughs> yes yeah, it was. Obviously, I remembered that you shared it. So, yes. <laughs> Yep. Uh, Jim, how about you? Uh, find me in the group or on um, Instagram, Jim Inman Jr. Very cool. I am at Duckman1221 or at Duckman Keto on Instagram in the group as well. Of course, uh, just tag any of us and we'll be happy to reach out. You can reach the podcast on Instagram and uh, follow and get notifications when when things come out and uh, T-shirts come available, which we're going to have a new T-shirt design before. Well, probably around the time that uh, by the time, you know, the pre-sales will be going by now. Now, probably um but uh yes yeah. we got our man anthony working on it uh, he's he's uh it's gonna be a two-color t-shirt i don't think there's a way around it yeah but now he's thinking if we make the color of the t-shirt one of the main colors mm-hmm. it, it'll cut down on some of it well it's it'll cut down on some of his work and yeah. i just pretty much told him hey man you, you want information on painting cars come ask me if I want information on making a shirt, that, that's your area of expertise, brother. Mm-hmm. Do your thing. Yep, absolutely. We, we in antitrust. Uh, that's so, right. Uh, so uh, hopefully, we'll have the the new uh, T-shirt design out there. If you got one of our first uh, limited edition T-shirts, you know, post something, tag us on Instagram, and you can do that at Keto Man's Club Podcast and. Uh, you could also email us and or call us. Email us at Keto Man's Club Podcast at gmail.com. Any questions, comments, anything like that, or leave us a voicemail at 512-518-6161. So plenty of ways to reach out. You can get all of our social links, the links to all of our Facebook groups, the Facebook page, everything by going to theketomansclub.com. So that's how you can 
easily find links to everything and uh, make sure that you subscribe. If you found this conversation helpful or encouraging, share it with a friend or family member that might also find that it's encouraging uh, and all of that. And lastly, but very much not least, go- leave a comment, a rating. Uh, it would help the algorithm a lot to get those comments in and they build our souls up quite a lot to to be able to hear the response that people are getting uh in, in giving uh for the podcast and what we're trying to put out into the world for all of that well that's it for this week for me and uh jim alberto and mark good night and until next week make sure to eat meat Lift heavy, sleep, and repeat. Thank you for joining us for the Keto Man's Club podcast. Your support means the world to us. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Would you help us spread the word about the Keto Man's Club by sharing with your friends and family? We're available on all podcast platforms, so just search for Keto Man's Club and you'll find us. If you would like to connect with us, you can do so a number of ways. Our web address leads to our Facebook group, theketomansclub.com. That's T-H-E-K-E-T-O-M-A-N-S-C-L-U-B dot com. You can also follow us on Instagram at Keto Man's Club Podcast. Lastly, if you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out via email to Keto Man's Club Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you again for joining us today, and we look forward to hanging out with you again next week.